Hello and welcome to another episode of Heavenward Thinking. Today I brought along special guest Craig. He's my cousin and he will be appearing on a couple different shows here at Heavenward Thinking. Today we're going to be talking about Philippians chapter 2. We mentioned this briefly last week in the Two Minutes with Tim episode and we're going to dive into it a little bit more in depth this week. So I'm going to read from Philippians chapter 2 starting in verse 1. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So, Craig, as we look at this, what stands out to you immediately? <clears throat> well, first of all, I, I, long ago I had thought about some things that I think are missing in the American church, things that sort of get neglected, and I, I would have to go back through this passage, but I, I think most of the, I call them the missing S's in the American church, and I call them the missing S's because I think, think they're things that are clearly taught in the Bible. But if you just look at the, the church in America compared to the church in some other places, you just don't see them that much. Mm. Suffering. A willingness to really suffer for other people. Uh, just imagine the kind of church it would be if we were willing to suffer for other people. We, you know, All, all the petty stuff would be gone. Mm. Um, suffering. Sacrifice. Selflessness. Um, self-discipline. I just think that, that this alludes to, to many of those things that are absent. And <clears throat> because they're absent in the church, it affects... I think God's usefulness, or our usefulness to God mm. in the church. And so many of them you can see here, everything from, you know, we're supposed to model Christ's obedience. Well, it's hard to obey if you're on the throne, if you're the one who's calling the shots. And, mm. and God calls us clearly time and time again, not just here, to give that up. And we just, we don't want to. Look, look how many times love is mentioned. All the, the things that, that go into, like I said, the, the missing S's that I feel like those are the reasons why we often look around and, and wonder, why is God not using the church in America like we would like him to? Why uh, politics, economics, pick an area. And I, I just think that this touches on those. We're we're not the kind of people God wants us to be. Mm, we're, yeah. we're actually not doing many of these things mm. that, that Paul is Absolutely. Yeah, I think we can see, as you said, all those missing S's, that we can see all of that here in this example that we're supposed to be modeling of Jesus Christ. And he lays it out step by step of all the things Jesus did for us. And we're supposed to model that same thing in our relationships for other people. And I think as Christians, we don't often spend enough time thinking about this passage and how we are called to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters in Christ, for other people. We're supposed to put them above ourselves. And, and we've created this American version of Christianity where it's all about us, all about our own families, all about our own friends, our own selves. And we put all of our needs, all of our wants above other people. And we're clearly told to do the opposite in this passage. And we're supposed to be selfless instead of being selfish. And Certainly this past year in the pandemic, we've been trained uh, to rethink 
and to focus on ourselves. We're, we're all about selfishness in this uh, time of pandemic. Do what's best for you. Think about yourself. And really, we're supposed to be thinking about other people as Jesus did. He gave up everything, sacrificed everything. And in love, he laid down his life for us so that we could have a relationship with God the Father and to be saved. So as we're, as we're taking some stuff away from this section, I think it's so important, as you said, to really consider those missing S's and get back to a true version of Christianity where we're modeling what Christ did for us and his example. How can we as Christians start to do some of those things that you're talking about? How can we start to apply this to our own lives uh, in a very practical way? Well, I start with verse seven. I mean, you only need two words and you can work on those for the rest of rest of your life, right? And I think you you touched on an important point that not just the pandemic, but so much of our culture has trained us mm. even more so in the last year and a half to just take care of yourself. And, and I'm not denying that there's a place for some self-care, but you don't see a lot of self-care in this passage. What you <laughs> see is Jesus emptied himself. Now, mm. You want a place to start? <laughs> start today, start tonight, start right now, start tomorrow morning. Check every one of your decisions. Am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for other people? Mm. I mean, every, I mean, you know, make it a habit. Take a little notebook. I mean, we make literally hundreds of decisions in a typical day. So it's going to be a little tedious. So start out with some of the main ones. Like, you know, how many of your arguments at home, how many of the conflicts at work is because you didn't get your way, mm. you know, my rights, I deserve this. Like, you know, like none of that fits into Jesus emptied himself. Mm. Craig emptied himself. There's no, no place where Craig emptied himself and the boss really should do it my way. There, there isn't a place for both. They don't fit together. You know, I need some me time. But that doesn't fit with Craig mm. emptying himself. I, I mean, honestly, if you're going to do this, you're going to be worn out and tired often at the end of the day. But mm. it's a good worn out and tired because, you know, we get the break later on. I, and I just think that we, we, we don't stop and do that. We get in these routines of life. We just do things because we do them. Everything from what you let your kids do to your interactions, like I said, at work. or no, They're all, no, how many of us emptied myself? Mm. Uh, no, I don't think about that very often. Like, so, you know, wagging my finger at you, three of them are pointing at me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's so important that we think about that, about emptying ourselves, you know, giving up what we want, what we need, what we think we need, uh, and really focusing on what other people need. How can we be the hands and feet of Christ in other people's lives? How can we really serve other people. So much of Christianity is about serving other people so that when they see our good deeds and they see the things we do, that it points back to Christ and not ourselves. And if we really did what you said, if we really thought in each decision, am I doing this for myself or other people? And am I doing it in such a way that's going to glorify God? If we did that, we'd be shocked at how life would change. Our culture could change. So much of uh, what's going on in our churches could change if we just started putting other people above ourselves. And rather than seeing all the divisiveness in our nation and all the arguments and all the craziness that's going on in our world, we could see some good changes if we all put each other first, if we didn't put ourselves first, and if we really looked at what the needs of other people are. And that definitely is what this passage is. It shows how Jesus, he humbled himself, he emptied himself, and he was willing to do the task that God had for him. He was willing to lay down his life. And, and then we see that in the end, he was exalted and he was glorified because of his submission. And, and if we're willing to submit to God, we have an eternal re reward in heaven. That's going to be way better than anything else we could have selfishly uh, on earth. Uh, what else would stand out to you in this passage? Well, I, 
if you look at verse um, four, it does indicate like like there's a reasonable place for taking care of yourself, right? Mm. I have bills I have to pay. I need to get some sleep. I I need to eat now and then, right? So so there's a place, and, and notice says, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. So that's you know there. There's a place where you can probably abuse this, certainly, mm. on either extreme. I, I remember I read long ago there was there is a famous saint somewhere who basically found a pillar and sat on that pillar and like lived there for twenty years. Like he didn't get off the pillar. Don't ask me all the little details of like how that works out and you know, like, but you can imagine where that goes. But like I, I don't think that's quite what um, you know. God is trying to tell us through Paul. I mean, there, there's still things that we have to do to take care of ourselves, to take care of our families, to take care of our spouses, right? But we really need to sort of, I, I, our whole culture has gone way the other way. And, and we often twist this in really subtle ways, like doing something that really looks like, or you've talked yourself into, the idea that that's for somebody else. And it's not really. Mm. You, you do this for someone else, but not really. You're doing this because you know how it makes you look. Mm. So, I mean, mm. there's there's subtle, twisted ways where we can often talk ourselves into. I think we get really good at lying to ourselves sometimes. Mm. And I, that's that's a tough one to unravel. You know, you have to really have some soul searching and say, hey, God, where is where is the place end where, listen, I've taken care of the things that you've given me to take care of. Now I've got to reach out and help other people. Mm. And I think too often we are, we're not even thinking about that. Try, we're not even thinking about trying to find that line, let alone doing anything about it. Absolutely. I think really that humility helps us to uh, overcome those lies that we, we have in our own life. You know, our heart is very deceitful and we, we will, like you said, we'll twist things where we think we're doing something for other people. Uh, but deep down, we know that it's for ourselves. And, and if we really have a humble uh, attitude, if we have a spirit of humility in our lives and we really work on having that, uh, that Christ-like attitude, then we're going to be able to overcome that and really put others above ourselves. And as you said, it doesn't mean that we don't uh, ever do anything that we need or for our own families and stuff. We, we need to have a balance, certainly, but it means that we start looking not at ourselves first and really putting other people first. And that's so key here in this in this whole passage. And that's really key to what we're doing here in Heavenward Thinking, trying to get people to focus not on themselves, not on an earthly way of thinking, what society's telling us, but looking up in heavenward and really seeing how Jesus would want us to do things, how Jesus did things, and then modeling after that. And certainly that helps us get away from that earthly thinking towards the heavenward thinking, which is our goal here. What would you leave our viewers with as we conclude this topic? Probably the, the last thought that just occurred to me is that none of this is easy, mm. right? Um, we need God's Spirit to show us the places where we have fa- fallen, where we've come short, where we need to improve, where, where we're not um, emptying ourselves. Um, and, and I think really some of that means we need to really include in our lives people who are willing to speak truth to us. And I would, mm. I would argue that's a theme that's, for a lot of people, a lot of places, especially in America, it's very easy for, I find, for Christians to surround themselves by people who just nod and say yes and agree with them. You need to surround yourself by trustworthy, honest people who are willing to tell you the truth, even if it hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. And most of us don't want to do that. If we find somebody like that, man, that truth hurts. I don't want him telling me that, man, my motives kind of struck a little off in that thing that we just did. I want somebody who tells me, oh, good job, hey, that's nice. I, I mean... Find some people and, you know, make it a habit. It's going to be hard and painful and some people will walk away. But some of this stuff, that's why God wants 
us to take fellowship seriously. Part of the many mm-hmm. reasons is we need people to speak truth into our lives to see the places that we don't see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Keep us accountable and, and help spur us on uh, towards real Christian living. Well, I hope that you've been encouraged and challenged by this. It certainly is a difficult topic, but we uh, hope and pray that you will really take this seriously, get into your word, pray about it, and then really try to apply this to your lives as we try to live humbly and in humility, value others above ourselves, and really seek to do some good uh, in that uh, attitude of humility. As always, join us next time for another episode of Heavenward Thinking.